0: Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith, encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Hey, good morning and welcome to our Friday conversation with uh, Sean and Steve. Great to be with you again. And uh, as usual, our conversation has already been running. Hot fired, passionate conviction and uh, flowing ideas and revelations with great inspirations. Um, But here we are. Yeah, I better listen. (laughs) Holy and anointed. Here we are. Um, and uh, today seems like our conversation has moved towards spiritual warfare. And uh, what does that mean? What does that entail? Um, there's so many views, so many books and preachers and whatever else on it. And We love the idea of, of spiritual warfare. It became popular back in the, what, the 80s somewhere. And oh, uh, going up to the high places and uh, tear the devil's kingdom down. And... Um, but, I, you know, since then, I was just sharing with Steve, i got got like a real total different concept or I viewpoint because of what I began to understand from Jesus um, in the Gospels. So anyway, so Steve, we that's where we are at the moment. Any introductory thoughts for the <laughs>
1: Yeah, we've been going for 45 minutes. Yeah, just pull it out of your hat now and, and rework it all.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just... Um,
1: That's one of the things that uh, I've been working a lot with with a a lot of different people uh, individually is just how to war uh, spiritually, not only for your family, but for uh, the things that are going on around you, uh, because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I mean, that's that's probably one of my big scriptures. Maybe this will work better now. That Can you hear me better? I bet you can, yeah. (laughs) It it always helps when your microphone's not in the back, middle of your back. Uh, uh, But that's probably one of the biggest things that I begin to realize is that uh, your battle isn't against your wife, Uh, your battle isn't against the kids, your battle isn't against the mayor of the city, your battle isn't against uh, this candidate or that candidate. We wrestle not against flesh and blood you know so what are we really wrestling with what is it uh, it's against powers principalities and rulers of darkness so our job is to actually take them down and the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly they're not carnal but they are mighty through god to the pulling down of any stronghold it doesn't matter what it is
2: right.
1: um and every lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god um casting down imaginations i mean imaginations uh People always ask me what that is, and and I say, well, to me, this is what it is. It's one of those types of things where you go, well, I shouldn't do that because if I do that, this will happen, and then this will happen, and so it begins a whole train of thought that hasn't even happened yet. Yes. So I'm casting down any type of imagination. It's almost like a mental prophecy to some degree. Yes. It's it's something I'm not going to do it because, or I'm going to do it because, and you begin this chain of events that hasn't even taken place yet in your mind. And so casting those things down and uh, casting down everything that exalts itself above the name of, of God, in the name of Christ. So, you know, I'm just not gonna, um, that's probably the key for me is not, is just remembering that the battle, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Yeah. period.
0: Well, that, that is the truth. And, I, and again, I mean, we've spoken about this before, but I see how Christians wade into the, the rhetoric and the narrative of the day, offering their arguments and their, uh, um, the, you know, the logical kind of debate that's going on socially. And, I, and I'm just like, this is not our battle. This is not, no. we're not to enter that kind of fray now there is a there's an element that we do enter it but i really from 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 my understanding is that because it's a you know it's like it's easy well i agree with the president or i don't agree i hate i mean i've heard christians actually despising you know their the president of the United States and presidents in other places. And I'm not saying everybody's great leaders, you know, there I haven't, I I agree. There's an issue on some areas of leadership that work and don't work. And the bottom line is, you know, somebody asked me one day, you you know, he was complaining to me about, about the organization and saying, well, if I was in charge, I would do this and I would do that. And I would have, and I said, well, there's only one problem with that. And he says, what's that? And I said, you're not in charge, and you weren't yeah. asked. You know,
1: so I were king of the palace.
0: <laughs> 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 well, you're not. You know, so if if you're not the king, if you're not in charge, if you're not the manager, if you're not the managing director, shut up. You know, it's just like yeah. it's like um, you know. Then you'd work to influence where you are. You don't. You, you, right. you can't take charge of it and the fact is is that if there's a duly elected uh, person sitting you know you you don't enter the fray of despising and your negative record. that's not our place as believers we have a battle of that's not flesh and blood it's spiritual and it's the right p- that are beyond that that's what we should be focusing on now personally i think that our first, our first warfare is what you were talking about is pulling down mindsets. The the yeah. word, the word therefore imaginations is the word logismos, and it means considerations, reflections, deductions of reason. Um, the classical writers used the word um, as consideration or reflection, proceeding and determining conduct or behavior. So right the thinking that went before something that an action that you did or plans, counsels and convictions. And so right. um, that is our arena of, of warfare is first in, uh, you know, when we come to a practical sense is values, norms, beliefs, thinking processes, mindsets, paradigms, the things, you know, the, the two dimes that we talk about. And, um, um, and these things are, these things are what and and then of course what what uh, precedes as it says in logismos uh, you know look, logical thinking or from a thinking process um is is what actually determines a culture and that's what we were just talking about now I, you know we've got right now having in america we're having a cultural war going on it's a cultural right. clash going on and it's difficult to fight it because it's so Um, in not embedded, but it's, it's like an opinion, you know, it's like, it's not arms. You're not fighting arms. You're fighting an ideological opinion. Really. You fight culture, a thinking, a mindset that, that is baiting. And, and, uh, and that's what we're, what we're facing is like in, in the spiritual sense, because, and that's what I was sharing with you earlier is that I, you know, when I saw the kingdom of God as a culture, the culture of heaven kingdom is is something that we carry within us because we are part of that culture now, or we should be, and we should be a culture and we should bring in it, be bringing it into the culture of the, of the cosmos, which is a culture cosmos is the cultures of the earth. And so we should be bringing this in. In fact, when Jesus said "Go into all the world, make disciples of every nation, the word nation, there's ethnos or culture. And, and so we should be going into cultures and influencing where the clash is, is, is the war is culture to culture. Now, do we go, you know, fly in some airplane somewhere or go stand on the high mountain and, you know, praying tongues for an hour. Now we've, you know, we winning the battle, the spiritual battle. Now those things are important, you know, it's just like praying over the city and you, you, you're praying over the atmosphere and, you're creating an atmosphere for the kingdom of God to come. That's what we need to understand. We do. But right. You don't go to battle. You know, we, we think, we right. Can, you know, if we pray in tongues harder, louder, shout more, you know, we in battle. No, it, that's not what we are doing. You know, yeah. We,
1: Loudness. Volume does not create authority. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The louder you shout, doesn't mean you've got more authority. Yeah. Uh, because, satan's not deaf neither are neither are the neither are his little minions you know they they're not hard of hearing right Uh, there's not a spirit of deafness or whatever um when you were saying about the culture thing um my son-in-law is a is a police officer um in a certain state yes and um He walked into a convenience store the other day, and this little eight-year-old kid comes up to him and starts telling him how much he's in his full uniform, starts telling him how much he hates cops. Now, you can't tell me that that little eight-year-old has had a run-in with police officers and has the ability to form that opinion in and of himself. There's been some sort of a cultural thing that's taught him that. Yeah. And now he's taken up sides with the culture that he's chosen. It's like um, I was writing something yesterday just as far as the, um, well, anyway, doesn't matter what it was for, but uh, truth doesn't seem to matter anymore. It's what I view as truth changes my perspective and changes my whole way of life yeah so it's not it's not necessarily that this is truth or that is truth but it's what i perceive as my truth right. that's what's going to affect my life because as a man think in his heart so is he so if i perceive that this is truth i'm with my whole heart i'm going that direction
2: right
1: because that's what you know that's that's, my belief. that's what that's my belief system. Yeah. yeah yeah that's my belief system so if i believe that cops are bad you know all cops are bad my my whole perception of now my culture's against you as a cop or as a as any sort of officer of the law or military or anything i become against and then ultimately it becomes against any authority right so you just you begin to realize, like you said, that there's a cultural war going on. Uh, is that a spirit? Yeah, there is a spirit behind that.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so do we take that down? Yeah, but somehow too, in the middle of all this, I see a lot of people on YouTube and different things like that right now battling that within from within their own quote culture. They're just saying, look, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. You know. You guys are being sucked in by a false narrative, by something else that's going on, yeah. uh, and you're believing a lie.
2: Yeah.
1: Because that isn't really what's happening. Uh, what you're believing is truth, isn't the truth? Yes. Uh, but you don't seem to care about the truth.
0: No, but but again, you know, it's like you see that's that's what we got to understand is that like Satan is a master strategist. I mean, it says. Oh yeah. You know, in Ephesians 6, it says, um, you know, we, we're not, um, how does it go? Ephesians, um, in Ephesians 6, ETH. it talks, Yeah. ETH, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Now I'm just t- trying to think of the, um, um, well, let me just get down to verse 10. And it says, um, str- <laughs> put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. That's the word. Right. I'm Schemes, yeah, the scheme. is schemes. Strategia, and it means right. um, the devil's methods, or me, if the word is actually methodia, or or um, methods, his strategies, his his right. approach, what how he works, and um, and we so we we've got to be dressed in the word of God, not in the social trends, the social opinion, right. the social ideas, the narrative, the you know. I just, I'm, I'm absolutely shocked. I I mean, I have an opinion. I have an opinion about a point of view about this whole thing because I've studied subversion and, and, and stuff like that. So You know, and coming from where I'm coming from, I think Americans are like totally overwhelmed by this whole situation. It's just like, what's going on? You know, what happened to America? Well, you know, if you understand subversion and you understand, you know, where we come from, from outside and what I've experienced, you have a totally different view on, okay, I'm seeing the same signs of things going on here. So, um, but... When we put on the word of God, rather than trying to put on the social trends or the social ideas and the narratives and social uh, social not just social media but the mass media, um, right, then we can take a stand against the devil's schemes because he's got a method. He's got a and his method is to introduce paradigms, beliefs. Right. So what he does is he introduces it to the point. Oh, that's the scripture I was looking for. Um, is He introduces it to the point that um, it becomes their total paradigm. So the paradigm right. is not right, but it's it's right to you. It's what you right. see. It's truth to you. It's not reality, but it's your reality. And now right. what they do is they through, through his methods, he introduces a reality to people so they could collectively start saying, oh, my reality is like your reality. And and you know, and, and so suddenly they've got this reality that sort of be- begins to grow a culture, you know, a mini culture. Right. And now they begin to fight for their mini culture. See, I, I mean, we don't have a problem. We shouldn't have a problem with other people's point of view. We shouldn't have a problem... Right other people's uh, uh, culture, or, or that we, we may differ diametrically, um, but it's when you start imposing it that it becomes the problem. I will, and see, that's why as Christians, Christianity has done that. It's like trying to impose itself upon <laughs> nations and governments and stuff like that, whereas we, Jesus never called us to do that. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. Right. And, and that when they were looking for, I mean, that was Judas Iscariot's thing. He was a political activist looking for the overthrow of the gov- of the, the the occupying forces or the occupying government, which was imposing its culture on Judea at that point in time on Israel. And so he he thought Jesus was coming as king to over to ride to cause a a a. Um, uprising against the government and Jesus didn't, he said, Might, this is not the way I do things. Right. And so he began like, why am I doing this? You know, is this, right. I want some to see something else. So let's sell the guy out because he, you know, he's not working for us. He's working against us kind of thing. And so, right. um, yeah, so we, we've got to be, um, we've got to realize that this is how it works, you know, and that's why we have to begin to influence. We have to. Yeah. We have to get so, out
1: there. Yeah. One of the things you said a little bit earlier was, um, uh, it just led me to a scripture. It says, sanctify us with thy word, for thy word is truth.
2: Right. Beautiful. We've
1: gotten so far away from the word of truth or even the spirit of truth. Um, it says, I'm going to send you another comforter who is the spirit of truth, and he will bring to your remembrance everything that I've taught you. The spirit of truth is totally different. He's a comforter.
2: Yeah.
1: If you're not comforted, if you're not in peace, if you're disturbed, if you're not at rest, you're not comforted. Yes. That means that you're not operating by the spirit of truth in that matter. Yes. Because the spirit of truth is a comforter.
2: Yeah.
1: He will be a comforter to you. Right. He, right. You will be comforted. You'll be at peace. You'll be at rest even in the midst of the war you're warring from a place of peace and rest not from a place of distrust disease uh disturbed or whatever else yeah. you know it's not it's not that i'm i'm the comforter has come and because of that i have the spirit of truth i am comforted i'm not worried about anything going on and so therefore now i can i can interact with this thing I can realize that I already have the victory because this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Right. So I know that I already have the weapons that are my warfare that are mighty through God to the, to the pulling down of these strongholds. Right. I can now begin to speak to this stuff and begin to do the things that the Lord tells me to do at that point yes. to take down this enemy. Right. And it's not you. It's not you and your ideology. It's the thing behind it that's stirring the pot. That's right. If we all turned against that thing, we wouldn't have a problem.
0: <laughs> but that's that's what we where we sh- you see that's where we've become impotent in the sense because what we're trying to do is fight flesh and blood. We're trying to fight systems right. now. Right. Right. At the same time as influences into the world, we we have to get into politics and to education and into where we begin to bring A new legismos, the the legismos of the kingdom of God, because that's what Paul says. He said, you know, we're tearing down vain imaginations, but bringing obedience, you know, or subjecting all of it to the truth of God. So we've got to bring everything in subjection to the truth, not because we can quote scripture or because we can preach louder than anybody else, but because we influence as we come into a situation and we begin to reveal what is the kingdom of God. And we begin, right. to permeate. We begin to take authority not over people, but over spirits. So as we begin to do right. that, we begin to start using the authority God's given us to begin to pervade and and be like yeast. You know, I was reading yesterday. It's like yeast. You know, I keep reminding myself of. You know, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a woman that takes three measures of of dough and mixes yeah. mixes yeast in it and i thought you know that's incredible and the, the number one thing we need to realize is when you put yeast in a in a packet and it's in, i've got yeast in a packet in the fridge doesn't work it's just it doesn't work so while we're staying in our little worlds and our little monastery mindedness and we stay in our little churches and our meetings and stuff we're not yeast we're not taking right. We're not taking the yeast of the kingdom to to the will. And uh, and then you know, when you mix the yeast into the dough, the dough the yeast doesn't become dough. It never does. It the the dough becomes yeast dough. It becomes dough bread dough or or um right yeast dough. So the, the yeast it becomes influenced dough. Yes, that's what it is. It becomes it <laughs> permeates the whole thing, you know. So right, you, and then it's hard to separate the dough from the yeast. You can't find it. It's in there. It's like embedded right. in this whole thing. Um, and and uh, and that's how we've got to begin to reason. Is like, but do we have the right paradigm? I think, Steve, that's you know, I, that's my thing. Is just like, it, do we have the right mindset? It's easy to say, well, you know, I believe the word and stuff, but are we of the mindset that actually oppose? Have we become dough in our thinking? Have we become dough or are we still yeast minded in and in, in going into the cultures and infecting it, affecting it, infecting, affecting eff, so, <laughs> so.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, yes, uh,
1: One thing that's really bothered me... Um, And I've heard it so often. It says, "If a man cometh uh, in his own name, or if a man, if a man comes to testify of himself, he seeks to glorify himself." And I've sent him not. Right. And um, a lot of times we'll come with our own opinion, with our own, in our own name. Uh, We'll come, but. It's interesting. The Holy Spirit never testifies of Himself. Yes. If I'm operating by the Holy Spirit, I will never testify of myself. I'll yeah. testify of Christ. Right. So that is one. That has been one of my measures as far as uh, not only for myself, but anybody that comes up to me. I I was uh, um, uh, talking with a gentleman uh, just the other day that. Uh, we were talking about something in particular. He says, "Well, God told me," uh, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and it was totally contrary to what I'd been talking about and what we'd been talking about. It was totally contrary to the Scripture, but God told me. Yeah. Uh, what what that is? It's an intent to glorify oneself. That I am speaking to God. God is speaking to me. Uh, it's like saying I was in prayer and fasting for, you know, all night long. And suddenly at three thirty-five in the morning, God spoke to me and said, yeah, well, how are you going to dispute that? Yeah. What are you going to say at that point?
2: Yeah. No, God because didn't.
1: All, yeah, no. Yeah. God, God was wrong or, yeah. or, um, and, and I've begun to realize that there might be an actual comeback to that. Well, God told me this, you know, so I don't. Which one is he lying to? Is he lying to you? Is he lying to me? You know, which God are we talking to here? And which God are we talking about? But, I, you know, I don't want to get into the argument state of anything. It's just, it just, I realize that there's a spirit behind that that's intended to glorify the individual. It's like I, you and I talked about before. Uh, it says, do not use the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Yes. Vain. What if? What if it didn't mean just to cuss? What if it didn't mean just um, just to throw his name out there for nothing? What if it means to use it for vain purposes, for your vanity, for whatever it is that your purpose is? Uh, not only not only in what you're saying right now to validate you and to validate what you're saying, but to validate your whole paradigm. What if you're using him and his name to do that? That's for vain purposes. That's for vanity. Exactly right. So why would I do that? And it says, don't use my name for that purpose. Don't use my name in vain. Uh, And I begin to realize that there's a lot of that. We're using that to validate us. Um, You know, I heard from the Lord Boy, I was in prayer the other day and I prayed in tongues for, you know, for five hours and and I fasted, you know, for three days. And finally, on the end of the third day, God spoke to me and said, yeah, and uh, every bit of that is meant to not glorify God. It's glorified. It's meant. Yeah, it's meant to validate uh, your point or validate the fact Middle that you're hearing or over, yeah, yeah. right, right, and so it's using it for vain purposes, It's and it says, if I seek to, if I testify of myself, I seek to glorify myself, and the Lord says, I've sent him not, yeah, and uh, you can find all these little statements throughout John, uh, the uh, one in chapter 15, I think it says, uh, the Holy Spirit will not
0: testify of himself, he'll testify of me. Always, yes. Always, yeah. always. And I mean, he's the third person of the Godhead, but he doesn't testify to himself.
1: Right, and Christ never testified of himself. You In see, fact, he says, if I testify of myself, he says, my testimony is false.
2: Yeah. You see, I, and what I'm not I give from the Father is what I give to you. Right, yeah. right.
1: So he doesn't testify of himself, the father will testify of him but he won't testify of himself yeah the holy spirit will testify of him but he won't he won't do it of himself he's always going to glorify somebody else exactly so if i'm sent by somebody i seek to glorify them not to get you to look at me yeah and um that's why you know i've always said uh, the thing about uh, i think i feel i believe Because I know as soon as somebody starts into that vein or that realm, I know that at that point, I believe, I think, I feel you're testifying of somebody at that point, and it's not Christ. You're testifying of yourself, basically. So um, I I always, you always testify of who sent you. So, (laughs) you know, if I come saying, i think i feel i believe that means i come in my own name so i guess that's where if you go back to it doesn't matter whether or not god spoke to you after three hours of praying it doesn't matter whether or not just speak as it were the oracles of god
0: just speak but if you're going to speak speak as the oracles are gone
2: yes yeah,
1: if you're gonna speak, yeah, speak as it were the oracles of God. Let it lay. Yeah. If it's God, it's God. If it's not, I mean, God is gonna testify of that in somebody else's spirit. Yeah. He's gonna make sure it's testified of. Because he doesn't gonna let his words fall his words fall to the ground and die. Yeah. He doesn't let them. He watches over them to perform it. So I don't have to worry about trying to justify it trying to clarify it, trying to bring it up, trying to seal it, trying to do anything to it. Right. If it's him, he's going to testify of it.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So I guess that's where I uh, even, I even heard it <laughs> very recently. You know, like I said, I've talked to this guy and all of a sudden, you know, well, God told me, I'm going, Oh my land, here we go. You know, I, you know, so I just didn't say anything. And you go, that's what the intent of that whole thing is for. Yeah is to shut down something else
0: that's coming at you. Well, there's only to me, I what I see in that is only one spirit and that is religion. Well yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's what the yeah, Pharisees and the Sadducees did to Jesus all the time. It's just yeah. You know, uh it was just like a constant shutdown of anything of the kingdom of God because it didn't fit their right. their their narrative or their worldview, you know, or their view of the scriptures, you know, and, and right. their style and their, their, their way, whatever the story is. And I, yeah, I mean, I hear this stuff and, and it sounds spiritual. That's the thing is it, you know, and we get sucked into the, all this, stuff that sounds spiritual, sounds good, sounds reasonable. It is spiritual. It's just the wrong one. The <laughs> wrong spirit, yeah, you know. <laughs> but it's illegitimate. That's really what it is, you know. Right. Yeah. Speaking right. of illegitimate authority is illegitimate. I mean, it just if we go to Jeremiah, you know, if you go to Jeremiah and you just like uh, um, the prophets who say I've seen, you know, who haven't seen right. and say they speak of me and have not spoken of me, you know, just like... um yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we struggle with that. And, and I mean, we've turned it now from, but this is what spiritual warfare is about is where, what right. spirit is igniting right. or inspiring or influencing you to speak. You know, I was thinking a, a, a scripture that came to me while you were talking earlier and it was, um, um, one Corinthians chapter twelve, two, and the, uh, amplified says, you know, when you were pagans, you were led off after speechless idols However, you were led off, whether by impulse or habit. The classic version of that says, you know, when you were heathen, you were led off after idols that could not speak habitually as impulse directed and whenever the occasion might rise. And then it goes on to say, but you were, you have the Holy spirit and uh, influences you. So he says when you, um, uh, where is it now? Um, He goes, um, therefore, I want you to know that no one is speaking by the Spirit of God, says Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That's our influence. It's the influence of either the Spirit of God or the influence as as pagans or heathen or or those outside of Christ. Um, they were influenced and led astray by mute idols. <laughs> so, right. is it the idol? No, it's what's behind the idol. Because he goes right. on to say, "Therefore, I want you to know that no one is speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus, because no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit." And so, you've got to ask yourself, the spirit in which you know. The other day, I did a uh, yesterday, that day before, yesterday day before, yes, day before, I did a a podcast on. It's not just what you communicate; it's how you communicate. Right. And, and um, oftentimes we need to ask ourselves how, you know, because it just Christians can be diff, religiously difficult, man. I'm telling you, they can be because they jump on this bandwagon of how important they are and how important their revelation is. And and uh, yeah, I'm a king's kid. I'm a king's kid. and I can say what I like and how I like and it doesn't really matter. Right. I have a right. Yeah. I was kicked out of a church because I began to challenge the culture, you know, right. of running. See, into- that's
1: the thing. Once again, we're back to that thing of culture within the culture. It's a war within cultures. Yeah. And we even have that in the, in the, um, I say Christ- yeah, I hate to say the Christian world, yeah. but basically you have that within that realm because it's your idea against my idea. That's right. It becomes a war of ideology as opposed yeah. to a war of of uh, the spirit of God or the kingdom of God against the kingdom of darkness. Exactly. And we forget that that's our war. Yeah. No, my we, battle
0: yeah. isn't with you and your idea. Yeah. yeah. And you and your organization. And, of course, every organization has its culture. So every nation right. has a culture. And, And, and then, you know, then you've got some wacky guy runs off with some revelation, you know, um, he's, he's Dr. Doodad of, of, um, and he's had a revelation of, of whatever the story is. And now they base the whole thing on that, the whole culture gets, and they, it's me against everybody else. You know, a common person that we were involved with was, it was, you know, we're Zion and everybody else is Babylon. And then, uh, but it got to a point, Steve, where he was Zion and, and everybody else was Babylon. And now I, yeah. I began to see. wait a minute, this is like cloaked in a deception of self-righteousness, which is way beyond, you know, it's just like, okay, so you the only one gets it right. And I could see massive chinks in the armor of the person and go, no, this is not right. You know, you cannot have yeah. revelation on, you know, and, and be the only one seeing this thing.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I have a brother who said that he climbed the mountain of God uh, to get revelation from him. Oh. And, uh, he, he got the, all the revelation there was, and he came back down off the mountain and he's, he's sitting down at the base of the mountain and he has, he's sitting on all the revelation and he says, all these men of God keep, keep going up the mountain uh, and going past him. And th- not one of them ever stop and inquire of him.
2: Wow. <laughs> and,
1: uh, I thought, man, what a, um, Well, in fact, I told him that I said, that's the most arrogant thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, You know, to, to believe that you have all the revelation there is of God. Mm -hmm. The same person told me later uh, that he battled with Satan himself for two and a half weeks and defeated him, thereby fulfilling what Jesus Christ could not fulfill on the cross. Yeah. Now this guy has followers. He has followers. That's the thing. It's, it became a whole ideology. It became a whole um, religion. It became... And, of course, he was the one... Uh, if you if you don't go through him also, you're not saved. I would. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, he's... If you don't have an apostle, you're not going to be saved. And of course, he's, he's the apostle.
2: He's the apostle, yeah.
1: Yeah. But there's just that... How do you get off so quick? It's because... It's because, like Christ said, he says, the things that I receive from my Father, that's what I give to you. And the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. Now, I've heard a lot of people tell me that. God told me this, and therefore what I speak to you is spirit and life. If you don't understand it, in fact, the same guy told me this. He said, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, then you're not of the spirit
2: yeah
1: because because it's spiritually discerned you can't discern this
2: yeah
1: yeah. well now it puts me in a place where if i'm not believing the same way you are i'm not of the spirit of god i'm not a disciple i'm not a son of god so therefore i'm not even born again basically well in fact i was told that yeah so you know what you do because that's a war right now and once again, you wrestle not against flesh and blood, so the whole thing behind that is to take down that spirit behind that thing because it's affected a lot of people right. it's not just him it's not just his family right,
2: exactly but that that
0: so, sounds like the Pharisees that that said um, to the blind guy they go right. you know uh, so you right. were still, uh, trying to teach us you know it's <laughs> just right. like uh, oh my word, you know that and that's you yeah, know that's a beef I have. I'm telling you, it's just like we've got our own divisions within within ourselves because we are not, and I you know, I know this is my like little stampede, but it's because we're not <laughs> focused, we are church focused. Right. We're trying to determine, interpret, we're trying to uh preach, we our platform is our church, not right. our church. Not our, not our culture, which is the kingdom of God. If we became right. centered on what that Christ is king and we are his his kingdom, well we're not his kingdom, we are the ones representing his kingdom, then right. then we would understand it a lot better, you know. But we what we don't what
1: if this, John? What if this? Okay, I just I'm just thinking of this right now, so this is why I'm kind of excited about it. Woo! You know, <laughs> it, what if that whole thing of Mother Mary, the whole thing of Christ is too busy, so uh, now I'm going to go to Mary and talk to her. She is co-savior now with Jesus Christ according to the Catholic Church. that whole thing has permeated the body of Christ, so now it isn't Christ necessarily that just saves you. you got to go to church yeah. it's about the bride, it's about the mother it's about my mama, the church. It isn't about my father. It's about this thing that birthed me, and now I'm I'm going to back her up to the best of my ability. I become so mother centric, or so that centered so much on that that I forget about my father. Right. If I'm a son of God, I'm a I'm going to represent my father, not represent my church or my mother or my, you know, his bride, you know, I, I just to, just to, all of a sudden it was like, you know, you just begin to see some of these things that have crept into the body of Christ. And you go, this is crazy. We're testifying of the wrong stuff here. We're testifying of the church. We're testifying of our, our program. We're testifying of the thing that we can do better than anybody else. What about testifying of Christ? What happened to that?
0: Yeah, exactly right.
1: So if I'm testifying of myself, my program, my uh, teaching, my whatever, it says my testimony is not true.
0: Yeah.
1: So and I seek to glorify myself, and He has not sent me.
0: Well, that's that's the truth. So this is what what Jesus said. I, I quoted this to you um, uh, the other day, but. Jesus said in the Message Bible, John chapter five, he says, "I came with authority of my Father, and you either dismiss me or avoid me. If another right. comes acting self-important, you would welcome him with open arms. How do you expect right. you to get anywhere with God when you spend all your time jockeying for position with each other, ranking your rivals, and ignoring God? And, right. And that's that's really what it is. It's you. You're absolutely right. You absolutely that that thing has become so pervasive, and uh, why do we always sound like we are like this little voice in the... I know there are others speaking like this. I just feel like sometimes I... Oh, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, this is the war. This, if you want to call it a war, this is what spiritual warfare is about, really, is is dealing with these dogmatic issues. And dogmas are what, what separates us. Dogma. Right. Not doctrine. Dogma. When, right. and dogma is when doctrine goes to seed. You know is like you begin to add and you now develop this whole spirit, what is influencing you where's your influence coming from that's the question you need to ask yourself uh, it, with the, even as Christians um, and I've got a whole thing about that as well, but that's besides <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is you are citizens of the kingdom of heaven and you rep- right. Kingdom of Heaven on the Earth. That's what the Kingdom of God is about. Is now to pervade and influence your world around you with the Kingdom of God. America, if you're listening, that's what we need. We need you to get out of the packet in the fridge and begin to become yeast into society. Please, for heaven's sake, if I can use that way of expressing it, that's probably what it is. For heaven's sake, for, for yeah, for heaven's sake for kingdom of heaven's sake, please get out of your monastery mindedness, get out of your, am I qualified enough or not? Get out of your little spiritual. And that's, that's the thing about kingdom leadership equipping. It's about getting out of this whole, I've got to have a title. I've got to have a position. I've got to have, you know, some kind of standing. I've got to be super anointed, spiritual, more spiritual than everybody else. We need you, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, to actually begin to go out and invade and pervade and influence the whole cultural system. Now, whether you're in America, Africa, Kenya, Uganda, Nigeria, I mean, oh, my Lord, the nations need it. Every culture needs it. We need you to do what's necessary as much as we do as well. All right. So thank you very much for being with us again, Steve. Thank you for your time. Uh, Great discussion. you. I hope it um, has inspired you to think about and make some changes because that's what it's about. It's about just inspiring you to, we're not sitting here with dogma saying we are right and everybody else is wrong. That's not what we're doing. It's, this is just our paradigm of what we've seen the word speaking and, and the life of Christ and what, how it pervades into our life. And we want to, and our discussion, we've been doing this for years is just, now in including you in our conversation this is what steve and i do we've been doing this as i say for years we've been doing this for five six seven years i think and we just talk like this every now and again we jump on the line and uh, and talk about all these things preach to each other encourage one another in this in these things and we want you to be part of this and to be inspired to think outside of the religious box that's really what it right is. right then, thank you steve. i agree i'm glad (laughs) you better agree (laughs) with me (laughs) uh uh, no i'm joking um yeah so we love (laughs) love you so much and appreciate you have a super weekend until next time this is sean and steve saying god bless you Mm -mm. oh i forgot to end the recording (laughs) anyway talk to you later steve (laughs) hey bye (laughs)